if you're listening to this pod, clearly the answer is no. Clearly the Don't. answer is no. You keep asking everybody. You keep looking for the answer you want to hear. You're trying to get someone no. to say yes. It's no. It's no. Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Right, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica. Erica, I am talking to you from Prague. Oh, glad you made it safe. How's it feel? I, I did. Feels good. I've got my little espresso cup sitting in my Airbnb. So if you're watching the video and also for the clips this week, it might be a little dark. People are sleeping in the Airbnb. It's only 8 a.m. here. So I was like, I've tried to like huddle in front of a window for some light in my room. Yeah. And this is perfect for myself, who is a night owl. It is 11 p.m. my time. It's so funny when we were trying to figure out when to record of like these time zones might be better than our actual ones in terms of your schedule and my schedule. Well, I have been complaining that nobody does anything at night in LA. So uh, this is keeping me occupied. Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Some nighttime plans for you. Yeah. Not that I'm Uh, usually out at 11 p.m., but you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, so I made it. It was uh, quite, quite an adventure getting here. There were I had booked, um, you know, when you book like through, you book like two legs of a of a journey, but you don't book them on the same ticket, like two separate mm-hmm. airlines, kind of like totally don't know about each other or whatever. I did that. And I, in hindsight, booked too tight of a connection in between my like international flight and then my layover to have the like quick journey to Prague. I was running through the Frankfurt airport sure. yesterday. I pulled a hammy. That, that, is what I, that is what happens now, apparently, when I run. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it safe anyway. You made the flight? You did make it? I did make the flight. Same thing with, remember how in Athens, you and I missed our connection because we had to like check our bag. We had to like re-get our bags and like all that shit. So same thing. I was waiting for my bag. I was like nervous, sweating it out, whatever. I actually missed the cutoff to check that bag, but ended up convincing the German, it was in Frankfurt, the like German gate agent or whatever check-in agent to let me do it anyway and then sprinted through the airport made my connection and i have to say so again i use the time shifter app i am a convert (laughs) and it actually only had me sleep for a small portion of the flight and i wasn't sure if i would if it like if i should take regular cbd or my melatonin like what i should do with my sunset lake i ended up taking the regular Sunset Lake CBD rather than the one that has melatonin in it since I didn't have to sleep for very long. It was so perfect for the plane. Yeah, definitely just gets you in that nice, relaxed mode. Because I've actually been using just the regular CBD more myself, even like the little gummies, because that's my favorite. And it also feels like almost like a little dessert after dinner. (laughs) I take a couple (laughs) of those, chill on my couch, and all of a sudden I'm like, man, I could go to bed right now. And I forgot that I was just (laughs) taking CBD two seconds ago. (laughs) You're like, wow, I'm so relaxed. Yeah, idiot, you did this to yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was perfect. So I was able to get my my time shifter recommended amount of sleep. And if the listeners want to try Sunset Lake CBD, you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com. We have a promo code. It's 20% off everything on their website. It is FMH2020. Yep, just go to sunsetlakecbd.com. Use our code FMH20 for 20% off. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. 
And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Yeah, so what have you been up to during the day in LA? What's been what's been going on? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I do a lot of just work from home stuff. I've, I've been coffee shop hopping is my new, like, I don't, I don't want to say hobby, but kind of, of I just... I don't know. I I have never been somebody that was great at the full work from home life. And also, since everybody does stuff during the day, I made a list on my phone of anyone I know in L.A., just anybody I know that's out here. Yeah. That it's like, who could you hit up or you would at least feel comfortable hitting up to be like, hey, want to get lunch or want to get a coffee? So a couple of times a week, I've just been meeting with friends at a coffee shop while we both do work and obviously get some social time in. Yeah. And what I really like about making the list, and I would recommend this for anybody that moves anywhere, is I don't feel like I am bothering anybody because I'm like spreading it out of different people to just hit up. Yeah. Even 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 at night, because some, you know, I don't have as many shows out here as I did in New York. I'm building it up. I'm working on it. But it'll get me out of the house of like, hit up that comedian, see if they have a show or hit up this friend. And it's, it's actually been a lifesaver. And uh, <laughs> what I originally was doing was I am like an Instagram save fanatic. Uh, yes, all your men that you have saved on Instagram. Yeah, listen, hey, that's not a bad method either, okay? That I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I've directly talked about that publicly, but if oh, you come sorry. across a man on Instagram, okay? It, okay, the saving on Instagram originally started in the pandemic, which a hundred uh, just made great sense, right? We couldn't meet anybody. We couldn't see anyone. And sometimes, sometimes you go down a deep rabbit hole through Instagram and you just find some cute man and you're like, well, you know, save can't him. meet anybody in person, but I'll just save him in this category and maybe I'll DM him when we're allowed to go outside. You know, that's how it started. All innocent. And now it's one of my new favorite tools to use for not only men, but food and, and just recommendations for things because uh, you can do different categories now which is really yeah it's, nice. re- it's really ha- convenient yeah so i don't know how the listeners would feel about this but there are some men that i saved in there that i was like oh he's got a girlfriend i could circle back on that uh later and see if that's still going on <laughs> which actually is let's very keep, hard to figure let's out keep checking in <laughs> checking in on this man well there's there actually is a new man i added to the folder <laughs> i went on a deep rabbit hole on this man and i found a girlfriend that i don't think is his girlfriend anymore but it was only from 2021 that's two years ago at this point right and i'm like eh, not a, not a post about her in two years who knows so and this is someone i met in real life by the way so i am following this man uh, but i will admit uh, the majority of the 
saved Instagram men I have not met. The point is, <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes maybe you circle back and you check in, you check in, you see if the relationship's still happening. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm not stepping it's- on anybody's toes. It's funny that you mentioned that because two of our questions for our Hot Topics episode that we'll get to later are kind of tangentially related to that. All right. Makes sense. It happens, right? Yeah. Um, so here's an interesting thing. I wonder if this has ever happened to you. The ex-girlfriend looks exactly like me. Like very similar features. I do not know if she's tall, but I, I sent a screenshot to a friend and was like, Tell me how much you think this looks like me. And they were like, holy shit, that is pretty close. That looks like that could be so your you're, sister. And I you're don't know. You, I took that as I'm in. You're in. I take it as I'm in, right? Not creepy and I would never want to date someone who looks like my ex. I, I feel like I most, think, most people so. have I a I think tech. you're in. Yeah. Right? That's, that's never happened to me before I date someone. <laughs> Where like I notice, you know what I mean? It has. Oh, I know. Because I've noticed the exact same thing after me. Yeah. There was this yeah. one particular guy. I can't remember. I, I can't remember if I've given him a nickname, but he's a guy that I, that I like grew up with. And we had an on again, off again thing for many, many years. We were, we tried like to date five different times across the course of from the time we were 15 until like the latest oh, time. Damn. I think we were like 28, 29. He's married with the baby now. Um, so we're not, we're no longer trying to date. (laughs) Um, but he, so like I said, we dated in high school off and on in high school. And then we both went to college, his college girlfriend. We've talked about this, me and him carbon copy, carbon, carbon Mm -hmm. copy. She's small, Mm -hmm. but like little. Oh, really? Yeah. But like face in the face. Facial features. Yeah. Copy. Yes. It is nuts. Oh. And the first time it was this before Instagram, I saw it on Facebook. It came up, and I I distinctly remember I was sitting in my freshman dorm room, and my roommate and I were like best best friends. And I was sitting in my freshman dorm room, and I was scrolling through Facebook, looking at you know whatever the wall, whatever the fuck Facebook was at the time, very very early Facebook days, mm-hmm. and I saw this, and I just like flew back. Was like, get over here. Yeah. Look at this mm-hmm. picture. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I felt. And it was, and I feel like people have mixed feelings on this, but I think it's a sign in, in a in a positive direction. Oh, yeah. They liked what you looked like. Right. Because if you saw three ex-girlfriends that looked the complete opposite of you, I'd be more like, all right. Might be more of a challenge, you know. Maybe, then yeah, again, maybe this is a good. Maybe this is going to be a stretch, right? And it's you know I'm a clear, and I'm I'm not saying everyone absolutely has a type that they never stray from. Like, still shoot your shot with whoever you want, yeah. DM whoever you think is cute, attractive, whatever. Go for it, all right? Because who knows? I I am someone that leans towards having a type, but obviously I've still strayed out of my type. Of course, like, both things are true. Yeah. Um, so uh, I did. Uh, end up DMing this person because I met them in real life. Yeah. Okay. So you met so, you met him in real life. You saved him in your man folder, and then you DM'd him. I did. Or, yeah. Because I saved it in the man folder, and I was I like, "Why don't we save it in the folder?" We're not sure. So we have somewhat mutual friends, okay. and I just played into being new in LA. 
such it's such a perfect play. I think you can use this for a long time. I I think it's a great play. So basically, I was at a show hanging out, and he was there hanging out with one of the comedians. He was a friend of one of the comedians. So mm. I was like, oh okay, and he like seemed to know everyone. So I was like, all right, why not? Um, and then I just sent a note that was like, hey, great to meet you. Like, let me know if you're ever you know hanging out at that show again or something. I'm new in town, so you know, let's Love. let me know. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And then I just threw him my number. So he texted me. Ooh. Okay. So we're texting now. Right. But I, I do not know if this is friend zone thing yeah, or possible flirty thing. That is the hard thing. I, I love the meeting in real life thing, right? Like I'm, I'm committed to it. I'm all for it. I'm excited. But like the thing that is so nice about dating apps is that you do know they're trying to date you. Right, and you know, well, you know that they are hopefully single as well. There, <laughs> that's literally why I use the phrase "they're trying to date you" because that's actually the only thing we do know. <laughs> right, and uh, maybe they're not single. Oh, let's hope they are. But at the very yeah. least, at a base, at a base level, they are like romantically interested. You yeah, don't have to worry something. about that part. Yeah, something at least. They don't think you're friends. Yeah, so I'm uh. I don't know. I got to figure out, maybe not figure out, but uh, hopefully I will see that guy somewhat soon again. Um, yeah. And then I did have my date from the uh, chaotic singles party that I met. Oh, yes. That was this past week, right? Yeah. So he originally asked me to get ice cream, which I actually love that yeah. idea for a date instead of a drink to switch Same. it up. Um, yeah. I, I, and I prefer it over coffee. I don't know. Maybe it's like it, it brings like a childlike fun energy. You know, I, as la- I like sitting it. with coffee. I also think that coffee just, it has an interview connotation. It has like a, hey, can I pick your brain about something for a minute connotation. Yeah. A little bit, right? Yeah. I don't know. But um, he asked me to get an ice cream. We ended up having to move it. The time didn't work great because I ended up picking up a show. So then we actually got uh, brunch, which oh. I don't think I've ever done brunch for a first date, but I'm not opposed. Have I? I don't think I have either. Okay. So, uh, date overall, easy to talk to, similar to at the Chaotic Singles Party. Um, Really did not feel that feeling at all during the date of, like, thinking of a question to ask. That's a great Um, time. Yeah, he asked me, like, a couple questions, but they weren't, it's, like, not anything special, but, you know, I don't know, it just felt like a great back and forth. Like, I don't don't know exactly what details to share. Um, So, two things happened, though, during the date. Uh-huh. that one of them I want to get your opinion on and possibly the listener's opinion on because it's something that I did sit there and think like, am I, not am I crazy, but like, is this a thing that is like a notable kind of flag? Interesting. Okay, wait, can I, question first. What? What are we calling this guy? Oh. Should we call him the lawyer? Because I... I feel like that's the only other thing I referenced about him. Oh, yeah. Great. Has anyone been the lawyer on the show? Is no. that from Rourke? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, 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 you know, you met him when you were with Rourke. So I think it's fitting. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'll call yeah, him. Yeah. No, we don't lawyer. have We don't have a lawyer. Yeah. The, the male lawyer. <laughs> um, so we'll call him the lawyer. Um, so I met him at the place and it was like on a perfect corner. So mm. the hostess stand is outside. Lots of outdoor seating. 
we got there we're standing outside just the two of us and then this group of four um comes up and they're standing next to us because it's a uh, sidewalk you can't go like single file line you know who's clearly in the front ah the hostess comes outside she walks out she immediately speaks to the other group next to us now there are tons of open tables and also we had a reservation for two people okay she starts talking to them immediately he makes a comment to me being like oh well guess we're being ignored and it's kind of loud oh and i just shrugged because i was like uh there's tons of open tables like there are literally two tops and four tops it's gonna be like, okay it's not it's not that we're not getting a table you know yeah. if this is packed you we also have a reservation exactly i and i and my personality is very like it'll be fine yeah it's going to be fine so it, it all happens very quick that happens he says something to me the guy that is talking to the hostess uh i see his eyes turn over like kind of oh, glance at us him. and then he says to the hostess he says yes but they actually were here first so i i don't know and kind of points at us yeah the lawyer immediately goes oh yes uh thank you we have a reservation for two actually no he did not say thank you but he was just like yes uh we have a reservation for two and she's like oh under what name and i was like under erica and she pulls it up she's like oh okay uh right this way do you want a table on this side or that side or whatever and he was like oh definitely that side then he just follows the hostess and walks did not address the other group of people Hmm. and i then was like oh and i look at the other group i go oh thank you sorry about that like i felt the need to apologize because it just felt yeah awkward it just felt a little rude to me yeah that i was like okay like it's okay plenty of, plenty of seats that's the part that i was like it's fine plenty of seats it's fine also oh also when he she asked him she first was like inside or outside he completely answered all these questions with not not even looking at me for an input oh interesting she was like inside outside he was like outside she's like this side this side he was like that side for sure and i just was saying they're like okay like okay you know i was like all right so we go and we sit and i kind of like it was just very fast that i was a little like oh that was kind of weird but i'm not gonna let it ruin the date like no yeah you know uh and then honestly there's a few things that like i can't exactly put my finger on but for the very first time ever i found myself in my head at one point asking do you think if your friends or family met this person, they would like them just as a person? Oh, interesting that that popped into your head. Yeah. it's And I really can't put my finger on what it was. It was like a lot of just little things that I think part of it was some of it came off a little bit arrogant. And the other part was just... Just something I almost felt like an abrasiveness, but it wasn't an abrasiveness of like us even close to debating something. It was just this weird core feeling that I was like, I I feel like people don't like you. And I don't know an, a, a better way to say this. And also, yeah. my total conclusion, I don't think this person's a bad person at all. Yeah. I've had that feeling before. So when you were 
when you were describing the situation and like what happened and stuff when you were like going into the restaurant, I was actually wondering in my head, did this continue as a pattern throughout the date, which the abrasiveness thing that you're mentioning, like that sounds like it did continue. Cause I think for me, it would be one of those things like, cause that I assume that's the thing you were asking, like, is this a flag? Right. Kind of. Yeah. Like the, the hostess part, I actually kind of didn't really remember or think about till the the end when I left. Yeah. Where I was like, that was weird, right? That was a little bit rude. Yeah. That it was it was like something just felt off to me and like a core feeling that I was like, oh, that didn't feel good. Let me put it that way. It didn't feel good. Right. But I wasn't sitting there like, wow, clearly so fucking rude. Yeah. It was just a it was like a wind of it. A little little glimpse of it that I was like, oh. Yeah, and then it sounds like throughout the day, you also kind of got that, like, I'm not sure that people like you very much. Like, you might move through the world in an abrasive way. Yeah, or I don't know if it was more a little bit of uh, arrogance. Because with server interactions, nothing. Zero, nothing felt like rude or anything like that. Uh, But it, there was just a weird thing in my head being like, I feel like people don't really like you as a person and what's even i think what was making me feel kind of crazy was there were also great moments in the date and in our conversation that were fun or funny that like i laughed a few times like uh like i felt very comfortable with this person and at ease yeah and i was very much enjoying the conversation but there was almost a weird gut feeling that i was like Mm. i something something isn't here and i don't know if it's me not fully meshing i don't know what it is and i feel like i'm not even describing it great right now because no i I, I really was like i have never had this feeling i understand what you're saying honestly it sounds like a stereotypical lawyer vibe like not that not that all not that all lawyers are like that but like what (laughs) i kind of just can't believe you said that but i know exactly what you're talking about it's a, and to be super clear, I use the word stereotypical for a reason because yeah. I'm not saying that all lawyers are like that. I obviously don't think that. Mm-hmm. But that is the stereotypical, like very assertive, a little bit abrasive, like kind of arrogant, entitled. Yes, corporate, like, you know, ar- mm. argues for a living. Like, yeah. Like that's the and again, I I do not think all lawyers are like this at all. But like no, that clearly is, not. I mean, we're both friends with Rourke and she's right, not yeah, like exactly, that. exactly. Yeah, I have many friends who are lawyers who are not like this. But that is the like. And stereotypical, can I say this too? I know, I know some lawyers that are actually some of the funniest people I know too. Absolutely. I mean, lawyers are typically extremely smart and smart people tend can be way funnier because they can just think of things. <laughs> right. And they're good writers as well. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, anyway, so this is yeah. not, to, yeah, not all lawyers yeah. like this, but I, I no. it's like there's lawyer, it's like there's lawyer jokes, right? Have you ever heard a lawyer joke? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. like this guy sounds like that stereotypical image of a lawyer who like has to argue everything or, you know, is like, you said abrasive or you know entitled in in certain situations like that that's the vibe that i'm getting from what you're saying at least yeah i just i really couldn't put my finger on it and this is say la is rubbing off on me but it was it was an energy thing that i was like the en- there's juju. an energy here there's a juju energy here i can't put my finger on it 
<laughs> something something is like rubbing me the wrong way that you know where i just got this vibe uh, like yeah. i feel like a lot of people you meet are gonna feel this you rub them the wrong way and they can't even say exactly what it is right like you're not a bad person you're not like technically rude yeah. I've had that experience. I don't I don't remember what date this was. I didn't want to go out with him again for other reasons. I, we never went on a second date and I can't remember who it was. But I remember thinking that, oh, if my friends met you, I think I would be worried about what you were going to say or the way mm. you were going to say it and if my friends were going to get a bad impression. I'm like, oh, that's not good. I remember. I remember thinking to myself, like, that's not good. Yeah. Or if I look back to the hostess interaction, if there was like another couple with us, I feel like that'd be something that they'd be like, mm, I didn't, I didn't like that. I think that's what it is. It's like, there's moments where you just go, I didn't, I didn't like that. Didn't but love it's, that. Not such, and- it's not such a problem that you're like, deal breaker, done. Absolutely no. not. You know? I think it's one of those things that builds. Like you notice the one thing and then, and maybe you don't even notice it in the moment. Like you said, you didn't reflect on the hostess thing until the end, but like somewhere in your mind it registered mm-hmm. and then like you keep kind of noticing these things and you keep kind of noticing these things and you're like each individual thing would not be an issue if there's people are going to say something that you're like oh that was kind of weird most people at some point probably will say something like that right or we've all been this person of you're on your phone because you're in the middle of something and then you're like ordering a coffee or something else and you probably came across as rude if you were like totally. in the phone talking to the person, da, 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 like I'm sure there's times I might have come off like a classic New Yorker of like quick, abrasive, like definitely. I'm not here to I'm not here to talk, honey. I'm here to get things done. You know, the fucking I got New York energy to be. or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I do miss so, that energy um, a little bit. <laughs> oh, God, that is literally the reason that I can't that I like get extremely frustrated in Southern California when I'm there for too long. I'm like, can we fucking hustle? there's just no urgency it's crazy crazy. and what makes you feel insane is you look around to see if anyone else is just annoyed like i'm not gonna say anything but just anyone else annoyed and nobody is uh nobody's annoyed no one has anywhere to be have i told you my panini story this is the this is when i realized that i could never live in san diego it was when i'd been staying with my mom for a little bit like of a longer period of time and I was in line at a panini place, but I was just getting a juice. So I had just like grabbed a juice from like the fridge, right? And I'm waiting. And the person in front of me, I'm the second person in line, person in front of me has ordered a panini. There's one person working. This guy makes this panini, puts it in the panini press, puts the panini press down, and then just watches the panini cook. Shut up, really? There's a whole line of people. And this man is just back to the line watching the panini cook. And it was this thing where I like exactly like you said, I looked around to be like, does anybody else care about this? No one even noticed. Yeah, that's the part that that makes me feel crazy. Nobody yeah. seems even a little bit of a like, what's going on? Even right, right, exactly why it's I'm taking like, so long. Hi, I, I put my juice down and left. I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this. I have to leave. So I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. I th- so how are you feeling about going out with him again then? Like, no, like thinking about all this. Um, so I kind of have a rule I follow typically. I won't say always, so maybe I shouldn't even call it a rule, but 90% of the time I do let the man initiate the second date because I do kind of believe in that philosophy of if he's interested, he will ask me on another date. Right. Okay. Uh, so I feel I have a little bit of a loophole here. I'm sitting here being like, 
if you asked me on a second date, I would, because I, I try to follow the at least give it two dates rule. Sometimes people are nervous and sometimes people just don't give the best first impression. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. there, and there were a lot of good moments in the date that I was like, mm -hmm. maybe it just was the hostess situation kind of threw me off. I'm not sure. It also was yeah. an early morning date and I am not a morning person. <laughs> so yeah, I will never do another early morning after that coffee date where, I mean, that guy and I weren't a match to begin with, but I was like, I'm certainly not my best self in this moment. Right. So I was like, all right, maybe, maybe if we did a ice cream date, something else, yeah. more, more walking around, it'd be a little bit different of an energy. So I, I would go on a second date if he asked me. However, I, I haven't heard a word since the date. So I, I feel like he's just not going to ask me. It's a moo, mutual opt out. Yeah. Or it's like, I just look at it like, well, the decision was made for me. I'm not even, you know, presented with it, the call of like, do I go on the second date? Do I not? I'm like, if he wanted a second date, I feel like I would hear from him. He, he was very communicative. I did like that about him. Um, like very much make a plan very much even, uh, yeah. you know, he had like some work stuff cause you know, being a lawyer, it's very demanding as well. So he was like, I have this thing, I got it finished and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, like, just let me know. Like, I was like, if you can't make it totally fine, like I have other stuff to do that day. Yeah. So let me know. Um, so yeah, not a bad person, but there was just, there was a vibe. I'll say the LA word. It was, there was just a vibe was that a vibe. was, that felt off. You know, but I, so, I like to try to give benefit of the doubt. So I would have done a second. Yeah, I like that. So question. So you tend, you want to let the guy lead in terms of asking you out. Will you follow up after a date? Like just to say you had a good time or like reach out to them. What's your mm, vibe there? If they ask me to give the text I got home safe. Yeah. Mm. I'll send the text that I got home safe. Uh, but usually no, because I, I do believe it is like fishing for another date a little bit. Which is why I'm like, it's not a hard rule. Yeah. Because I, I also am the personality, if I really, really wanted to see someone again, it would be very hard for me to be completely silent if I didn't yeah. hear one word from them in like two days. But I would be stubborn of, I wouldn't bring up, hey, let's go on the second date. Interesting. It's it's an interesting, like, I understand why you approach it that way, but it's interesting because you're also like all about you know, oh, I'll, I would ask somebody out or I'll walk up to somebody oh, yeah. at a bar, like all that stuff. And you know what it is? Because I think a lot of the times these situations, I am the one initiating for the first date. Yeah. That so makes I'm sense. like, match me for the second, you know, like it almost like it, I totally made it easy fair. for you for the first. So I want to see a little work this way. Chaotic singles guy. I did the work. I asked for the number. I was like, hey, I'd like to go out sometime. We should exchange numbers. Like I, I made it very easy where it's like I would say yes to a date with you. Here is my phone number. <laughs> I think Actually, that's, I took that, his. He gave me his. So I even texted him that, you know, that was I think me. that's a really good point because in a lot of the situations, because that's what I was trying to wrap my head around is like, because gener in general, I know that your framework mm -hmm. is not like, oh, the guy should do all of the ask no, out pursuing whatever. But I think that that makes a lot of sense what you're saying of like oftentimes, including this time you have done a lot of the legwork leading up to that date. So it's like, okay, now we're going to see if he can match my energy, match my vibe. Yeah. I more look at it like meet me halfway. Yeah, totally. I did. I did the work of initiating the first date. That's usually actually the scariest one to initiate, especially if it's people in real life. Agreed. So I'm like, okay, if you want a second date, I, I, I believe I will hear from you. If you want that second date, I will hear from you. And I, I do think 
it is an indicator if they're interested in you. Because my old self would be all like, it doesn't matter. I could, you know, I can ask a guy out however many times. He keeps showing up. Obviously, he's interested. And I had enough scenarios where I kept doing that. And I didn't really think about it in this way. But now I look at it and I go, well, if you make it that easy for him. Yeah, he's yeah. he's interested, but to what end? Like, he's interested to a point. To what end? Right. And it's it's even the same with the texting. As dumb as it feels sometimes, I, I do believe in some of that stuff of like, hey, if I didn't reach out for a couple days, what I hear from this person? And I think Absolutely. it's very telling when you don't. So, I I think that like balance makes a lot of sense where, you know, it doesn't sound to me like you're saying like, oh, it, you know, always has to be them or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, but you're looking for somebody that can meet you halfway. And that makes so much sense because otherwise you end up in this pattern where like, oh, I guess it always is going to be me. And at some point you can't even blame the other person because it's like, that's yes. the dynamic that you established. Right. Like, you know, we're doing questions today and I've gotten tons of questions where it's like, I've initiated the first three dates. I really want him to initiate the next one, you know, and I'm like, then let him like, like that's always my answer is like, well, then let them step back. Sometimes I think it's good to step back and let them do a little bit of work. See if they're going to do a little bit of work. I actually had a friend today call me about a guy she's been on four dates with. And the last couple, she felt like she was the one altering her day, altering her plans kind of waiting by the phone a little bit and they had a plan for a date like a thursday all set in stone and then all of a sudden he was like hey actually could you possibly do friday i uh i have something else thursday yeah and it was vague and i said he didn't tell you what it was he wasn't like i got a work event i got invited to a yankees game or some shit and she was like no she goes and i really feel like it's a date with another girl because he's been very lagging in the plants with me and like responses and all these other reasons. I won't get too deep into it. But when she told yeah. me the scenario, I was like, no, I go, you're not crazy. And you have every right to be like, no, actually I can't do Friday because she had to cram it in. She's leaving town Saturday. So she's like, yeah, I wanted to do Thursday. Cause I don't want to cram this in and leave town the next morning. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I just was like, your feeling is correct. You're feeling like I keep moving shit around for you. And, and, and how much work are you really doing? And and this man asked her to come to his apartment twice to like watch a movie and have dinner. And she said no the first time and was like, no, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I want to like go out on a date. Yeah. And she was like, you didn't even remember that I said that to you and you asked me again? Yeah, he doesn't sound like he's putting in literally any effort. And I wouldn't it, even... That's, that's what I said. Like, who, who knows if it was a date with somebody else, like whatever. The fact being, though, that regardless of what it was... He, he didn't consider it as much of a priority as the plans he had made, but also didn't supply the reason. Like there are certainly yeah. things that would be more important than a second date that you're like, I'm so sorry. I know we have this plan, but like I now need to do this other thing. Yeah. Tell well, me what the other thing date, is but, though. But still, yes. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Like tell me what that but thing still. is. I know there, there are some things that I would agree. Yeah. Okay. That, you know, whatever. But tell, tell me what, what the thing is so that I can then understand why you're canceling on me. Right. And I was asking her the questions of like, what are the other patterns? Did, do you really hear yeah. from him in between dates? And she was like, said, not really. And I was like, how do you oh, feel? I don't and she goes, anything about this. Right. Well, she's just, she said, she's like, I, I don't feel good. <laughs> I forget the exact words she said. Shit. Now, of course, I forget. She, I feel like I'm an afterthought. That's what she said. Ooh, that's the worst feeling. I hate that feeling. Right. And I, I was like, do you want to? 
continue with feeling like an afterthought i wouldn't like no i wouldn't either you know and i was like yeah also i said you have plenty of other options all of us have options and i get it we're like hey you listen to this pod i haven't gone on a second date in a long fucking time okay so i'm sure if i was her i'm on date four i feel this chemistry i'm into them it is often hard to ignore those other things yeah where you're like ah but i got this far and it's like yeah but i know at the end of the day i still have other options all of us have other options yeah i think that's that that pattern is really it's tough like you said but i think that's important to to listen to um so all right so probably no second date for the lawyer I, I would be surprised if I heard from him because I, I yeah. left being like the other thought I had leaving was I don't know if he wants another date or not. What was interesting was he did do like a kiss on the cheek hello and also goodbye. Uh-huh. But in the way like I kiss my family hello and goodbye. Like so it's not like you that. actually. Yeah, you don't actually yeah. fully turn the lips on the cheek kind of thing. And then during the date, I found out he actually he is like part Italian, part Armenian. And uh, this is bad. I forget the other part. But I just remember hearing it and going, oh, the kiss hello makes sense. Like those cultures. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Right. So. So, yeah, I I would be very surprised personally. But yeah. All right. Well, getting out there, getting on dates, meeting people in person and going on dates with them. I like it. Yeah. Doing what I can, you know. Yeah. I so I had my first in person. Um, I th- I'm not sure if I actually mentioned this in the main pod. I said on the Patreon, but I have been trying to channel you a little bit more and commit myself to going to more in-person things, dating and otherwise, like right. not just dating yeah. events. And the first one I went to though, happened to be a dating event. I went to the, we met at Acme mixer last week and did not make any love connections there, but I did exchange numbers with two women and I'm hanging out with one of them when she's going on a trip, when she gets back so after mine and her trip. Oh, that's great. I love yeah. that. Expanding my network, meeting new people. You never know who those people are going to know. And just kind of growing. Also, growing the possibilities of other events that I might get invited to. Even if she exactly. doesn't know, like, you know, oh, she's going to this thing. We met at an event. That's clearly something we both like to do. Now we mm-hmm. are an option for each other to ask to similar things. Yes. And I, and I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way for anyone listening. But – we all have friends, right? That are our go-to friends. It's like the first three people we think of to invite to something. Yes. But we've all also been there when you hit up those three people, they can't go. And then you kind of think of who, who are my other friends that, you know, I'm not as close with, but people I know and yeah. would like to hang out with. And it's like, hey, I don't really care if I'm, quote, a secondary friend or lower on the list, but like, I got myself on the list. So I got a chance now to get invited to something new with a new group of people. Exactly. Literally that exact thing happened. So I went to the We Met at Acme Mixer on last Wednesday. I was supposed to go to another event, a non-dating event, like more like a networking thing the, the very next day. And I had asked Cindy to come with me. I had an extra ticket. I had I'd asked Cindy to come with me. Uh, but then towards the afternoon, she realized she had to stay home. She's dog sitting right now. She had to stay home. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to work late, so I couldn't go either. However, I then texted a bunch of people like you just said, people that I really like but don't see that often. Right. That I know were kind of down for a random, you know, if they happen to be free, they'd be down to go to a random event. I texted a few of those people. Yeah, brilliant. 
So now I have somebody else for that, you know, those kind of outings. Um, And I also, because I went to that mixer that night, ended up buying a ticket to adult summer camp. So I am headed off to adult summer camp with We Met at Acme. It's called We Met at Camp when I get back, the weekend after I get back from here. I love this. I just love seeing you put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. I'm excited. I'm going to camp by myself. I'm staying in a bunk with 10 people. Great. I'm excited about it. I I like those kind of situations. Like I'm not really nervous about that piece. Like I know there's going to be – it would be great if there were guys there I was interested in. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a woman that I click with. Like there's so many people yeah. there. There's going to be someone, probably more than one someone I, that I will have fun with. Yeah. You'll have fun in general. It's, it's, it looks like a really fun time. I was watching her post um, last year when she did Yeah. It. Yeah. So, and I'm they need excited. more men. So if anyone listening knows any men that yeah. they think would be interested, let them know. They do. They do. So, and that was the, that was the only thing about the mixer that I went to. It was her first ever 30 plus mixer. Hope she does more. Cause I love that concept. Um, it was very, very, very heavily weighted toward women. And I think this is just a thing with dating events. It is tougher to get men out to them. Well, I mean, especially I, how, if you have a female dominant audience. So, you know, no yeah, shade well, yes. to Lindsay, but uh, no, not at all. She, any event she throws, I see her constantly posting that she needs guys. Yeah. And the, the same thing would happen if we tried to do, I mean, our, look at our live show. I mean, it wasn't a dating event, but like. It's yeah. we have a female female dominated audience, and so well, that, well that's why we did a live show, not a live dating event. Because very it's true, hard. very that's, true. Like I would feel like a bad host if I didn't have close to an equal ratio. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm not saying yeah. Lindsay is a bad host. No, but of it, course, it's a very hard task. It's a very hard it's task. Really hard to get men to agree to an event that says dating specifically in the title. Yeah, and so I was talking to a guy there. I basically talked to all the men there. <laughs> Well, look at look at you! Wow, <laughs> you hit them all. I talked to everybody, um, and I was talking to one of the guys, and he said that he follows a dating coach. He said who it was, and I, I forget now. But he follows a dating coach on Instagram or something, and she had posted about this mixer. Probably, I think Lindsay very smartly reached out to people that have more men in their audience, and he was like, "This is such a good idea for men to come to." Like, I didn't realize that these events mm-hmm. existed and that there are so many women here. I'm like, yep. yeah, this is fantastic for you. Tell your friends. Yep. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. And everyone, and everyone listening should make. Even if you've lived in your city for fucking ever, make a list of people you know. You're gonna remember people and be surprised, and then you're like, oh yeah, that one person I worked with was such a fun time. We should get drinks and catch up. You never know. Like, especially if you're tired of apps, it's like, would you rather go out with a stranger from an app or catch up with an old friend? Personally, old friend for me. Yeah, I agree with you. And I actually, (laughs) there's, there's a girl that I've been out to dinner with a couple times now that we met through this podcast, actually, um, like on Instagram, but we have a lot of mutual friends. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I think I've maybe met her once years ago she went to college with a lot of people that i know and we've now had dinner three times and every time we're like man this was really fun we have to remember we have to remember that this was really fun and hang out more yeah and i think it's a perfect thing if you feel like your apps are slow or you're not getting matches you're excited about or you just want to take a break i think that's a great way to take a break and you get some social time in and and you you might expand your networks in so many ways like not even dating 
you you might suddenly yeah. be like oh they might be like yeah actually uh we're hiring for a position at work and i think you'd be a great fit like you never know you never know totally agree so yeah so that was my week i did that i was also supposed to have a date that i ended up canceling we actually never made a solid plan but i had agreed to go out with a man mm. and then the only time that he had available was 8 a.m. on Sunday morning for coffee, which, as we've discussed, is not when either of us are our best tough. selves. Very tough. And I was leaving. I, I, I left for this trip on Sunday night. So I had a re- like I didn't have any available time after that. I was leaving on the trip. That was the only time he had available. But during the course of us discussing when we were available, it became clear to me that I don't think our lifestyles mesh. So one of the original things that we mm. bonded about, he does triathlons. And initially we had bonded about both being like really into the sport that we do. Like he's really into triathlons. He's met so many of his close friends through triathlons. And I feel that way about volleyball. And I was like, this is great. This is right. somebody who understands – a hobby being such an important part of your life and like why I might be gone for the weekend playing volleyball or like, you know, prioritizing that. Mm. But then as we were going to schedule the date, he's on a totally different level. He's on like a structuring his entire life around his triathlons level. Yeah, that's very tough. That's very tough for being social, period completely it's and it sounded that way it's not like literally was like he's like well that my only not my only time for a date my only time to like do anything social is 8 a.m on sunday before i train for the day this feels like the male version of freezing your eggs <laughs> like <laughs> i'm doing a triathlon it's the male version of like listen Can't. i have a very tight schedule okay i gotta be at the gym at this time every day all right. I got to eat these things. Okay. I cannot drink like so much shit. All these things. You're not wrong. A lot of money's on the line. All right. You're not wrong. You will, you will, you will not interfere with my training. <laughs> and I think sometimes, sometimes like, okay, you know, someone's training for the New York City Marathon. That's a thing in their life at the moment. It's like a season of their life. This was like, this is this man's passion. Always. Yeah. This yeah, is always another. What, what, he needs another like super fitness head, bodybuilder, triathlon runner, or something. Something who's also like building their life around their training schedule and their competition schedule and all that stuff. And so we we are just not a match. And he he actually totally understood that, which I appreciated. And I was like, hey, like you know, I I told him I was like, you know, I, I don't think it's going to work out before I leave for my trip because I'm not free at eight a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> but also. I think maybe this just like isn't a great fit overall for that reason. He was like, I totally get it. Yeah, it's a it's a different, you know, kind of life. I'm like, yeah, it is. And it sounds yeah. you you're it seems like you're having a great time and that's what's important for you. There you go. Is that one of your texting scripts to cancel a date? You already I don't know if yeah, you already said it. yes to it or like cancel you just it. get to the point where they offer you a plan and you're like, "Actually, I don't want to do this ever." <laughs> yes, that is that is one of my that is one of my texting scripts. I think it's called How to Cancel a Date Forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can help you. With, I can help you with some of those titles. Yeah, I'll give you a catchy title. It's different. For all of them. That's my yeah. that's my title for that one. It's different than just canceling a date, right? It's like canceling a date it and is. like never ask me out again. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and it's a uh, that's probably 
more terrifying than a lot of other situations of where you sit there, you go, I don't know what the fuck to say to this. Because because also you feel guilty. You're like, you got yourself into this. You swiped yeah. right. You chatted. You said, yeah, let's go on a date. And then the day was coming and you're like, nope, nope. Second thought, nope. I'll just burn it. I'll burn it to the ground. You know, burn it to the ground. Yeah, burn it to the and ground. I nicely, nicely. Oh yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> assuming, assuming that that yeah, because he didn't do anything wrong. I just I learned new information though. Yeah, like it's exactly. I think I think if there are some times when I just decide not to go on a date, but like usually if I like that's it's rare. Usually, if I decide not to go on a date that I've agreed to, I've learned new information. That then like makes me realize that that date is not going to be a good use of either person's time. Yeah, I get it. It happens. Yeah, it happens. So, so yeah, that was my week. Now I'm in Prague. We're heading to Poland um, tomorrow already. Well, there you go. And we're having a good time. It'll be great. So uh, yeah, listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday. March 21st, get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come. Experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, And my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link. Also in our bios to get those tickets and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet talk to everybody somewhere in the area yeah so make sure you come dc comedy loft thursday march 21st and if you want to check out some stand-up i'm gonna be there all weekend so friday and that saturday i'll be doing stand-up shows start swiping on hinge bring a date have a good time and you'll you can come and meet Allie's mom which we still have some spots left on our portugal trip and a little update on that a few of you reached out to us about hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Should we get into our questions? We should. Can I bring up a question though that was submitted to mine? Please. So I have a new saying that I'm probably going to say on the pod. All right. Okay. And I thought of it because of this question. Okay. Great. So let's do this as the very first question of this episode. Ready? Okay. Yes. My ex wants to hook up to bring us closer together. This person has submitted to my AMA. Okay. This is literally what I was about to say, Allie. I'll finish the question. I'll tell you you what I was about to say. It says, bad idea, question mark. Can it work getting back with an ex, question mark? Okay. So not only has this person, they've, they've posted, they submitted it to me twice, word for word. Oh, I have seen this question on three other dating influencers. Which, if you're listening to this pod, clearly the answer is no. Clearly the answer is no. You keep asking everybody. You keep looking for the answer you want to hear. You're trying to get someone to say yes. It's no. It's no. This ex wants to hook up to bring us closer together. This is my new saying, Allie. This is a scam. Okay, this is a scam. <laughs> it's what I'm going to start telling people for advice because you know what? I think they take it less personally. If you just go, this is a scam. They're like, oh, oh shit, scam. I was getting scammed. You're like, yeah. I was getting scammed. 
I was getting scammed, right? And it's it's this happens to the best of us. That can happen to all of us. It happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. It's not your fault. You were getting scammed, girl. You're getting scammed. There's terrible people out there scamming us. There are scammers. There's scammers out there. It's not your fault. But this is a fucking scam if I've ever heard one. Oh my god. Yeah, that has been submitted to me multiple times to the point. And then I saw I saw it on yours. I haven't seen it. And it's word for word, so I know it's the same person. Like, it's quite literally word for word. Yeah. I hope she actually and doesn't then, hear this. She submits it again, and I'll be like, listen to the episode. It's this a is scam. scam. It's a scam. I see, and I'm going to call her out. I see, you, I see if, you sending it to all these other dating people, and it's a scam. If I no get it again, yes. I will just link yeah. this episode. Um, Nothing no, is yeah, more no clear one. than seven people telling you no. No <laughs> one is, is saying more yes. Clear. Because the other part, the other part that I, this so the this person asks two questions in the in there, right? One, right. is it a bad idea to hook up with my ex to bring us closer together? Obviously, yes. That is that is such a bad idea. That is not a good idea. But then asks, can getting back with together with an ex like ever work? Those two questions are not related. Yeah. No. No. That is a completely separate question. It's like you're trying to get a, a yes to that question. Yeah. To justify the first part. Unrelated. Unrelated. No. no. I mean, hot take. I, I really don't think getting back with exes works unless it's like, I think I posted this once in my story. Unless it's like the story was you graduated college and you were moving across the country or to another fucking country for like five years. And it was like, yeah, clearly clearly this would be pretty impossible to work. And you reconvened when you moved back to the same town. Something like that, I'm like, sure, give it a shot, right? But but as a whole, no, no, this is... I think it can I, work, is, but something has to have changed. That's my, yeah. my my opinion is that something major, something major has to have changed. Like exactly. the reason you broke up has to have changed. Like vicinity. Um, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, the there are yeah, many of. options, many options for the things, but this is not, this is not in that category. No, don't do this. No. Don't do no. this, listener or no. follower. Yeah, I will, I will give credit to this, though. I have yet to hear this excuse from a man, ever. It'll bring us closer. We should have sex. It'll bring us closer together. They just, you know. Scam. That's one thing, man. Yeah, it's a scam, but wow, these scammers keep surprising us, huh? These scammers keep coming up with new yeah. ideas. Yeah. Um, loved starting out on that one. So we have four questions today. Two of them are related, though. I thought it was okay. interesting. Let's start with those. So I thought it was interesting that we had two people kind of submit different different versions of a similar question. All right. Hit me. Okay. So the first one. Hey, Ali and Erica. I met a guy in a pub late last year. We hit it off, kissed, and exchanged numbers. We texted a bit, but I became exclusive with someone else and stopped replying to him. I know this was not the ideal way to handle it, but we had only exchanged a few texts. I'm no longer in my previous relationship. I'm dating again, and I'd really like to reconnect with him as we had a good time and I was very attracted to him, but now it's been a few months and I have no idea about his current relationship status. Do you have suggestions for a message I could send him or should I not bother? I mean, my vote is to bother. I I agree with you. Yeah. And like what I said, with my little lose? friend friend list, you could bother him. And if that doesn't work, bother some other man from bother your little list. Somebody else. Uh, hmm. Okay. How would you approach that though? Sign. Yeah. How How would you approach it? Because the the implication, I guess they she never said why she stopped responding. But like to the well, guy. she said she got exclusive to the guy. To the guy though, like he doesn't know. Sorry, he doesn't know why. 
Like she oh, never yeah, told no him, idea. hey, I've, I, you know, I've started seeing someone. Like he doesn't know that part. How would you approach it? Because if I'm the guy, I need a reason. Like if hmm. someone just like stopped replying to me all of a sudden and then it's just like, hey, what you up to? I, I feel like I'm pretty unlikely to just be like, just let's just dump, jump back in and pretend that never happened. Okay. I kind of am on the side. I don't think she needs to fully address it. I agree with what yeah. you're saying. So one thing I'm curious is, do both of them have iPhones? I think a kind of funny way to do this is to reply directly to one of his messages. What an idea. Like, And you could literally do a joke of circling back on this or something. <laughs> Uh, I saw um, I saw a TikTok. This this went viral a while ago, but there was a TikTok of two people on Tinder who just have been replying to each other for like years, months later, and each one of them will be uh, like, "Hey, sorry, I was in the shower, didn't see this." Oh my god! Uh, it's a very okay, funny but bit. that's a fun joke you could make too. You could go, "Oh, yeah. sorry, I was in the shower, didn't see this." Uh, and I would. This is what I would do. I would send that as the first message individually. Yeah some type of light thing whatever uh or you could even just say hey how have you been like if you if you'd rather keep it simple if you're too nervous to make a joke you can go so simple on this i think don't overthink it okay and then the next message i would address it and say first i'm sorry i stopped responding i had started seeing someone at that time and i wasn't mature enough and didn't know how to communicate that and you know shouldn't have left you on red yeah just call it out just say i was being immature that wasn't cool of me you know my bad i'm sorry whatever and i would just leave it at that because the initiating this whole thing is just like am i going to get an answer from this person yeah because right now it's a total unknown we don't know if he's even available let alone still interested exactly so but the first thing would just be are they even going to answer my text yeah so I agree with like yeah, I, own it. Say I was immature. You know, I say I think it's perfectly fair to say I started seeing someone. I, I just didn't know how to say that. And have you know at the end of that a question that's like, how have you been? Or if you opened with that, do the thing second. But I, I say keep it short, keep it brief, take take the blame, call yourself yeah. an asshole, whatever whatever your natural wording is. You know. Yeah, I'm wondering if I would even. I, I like your suggestion, and I think that's a great option. I love the joke. I love breaking the ice with that. Just like getting back, you know, finding a way to get back in there. That's not just like, Hey, you know, that's like acknowledging, acknowledging the, the, the length of time that it's been. I wonder if I would even say, like, give him the specifics of why, like acknowledge it and apologize and say like, Hey, you know, sorry, like, sorry, I fell off the grid or something like that. How have you been, et cetera? And maybe it comes up later and I'm not going to hide it by any means. I could go either way, though, on like being like being totally upfront about that out of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because how long was it going to go? Uh, if it was a full year ago, there also is a slight chance they have that message thing that like deletes messages if they're too long ago. You know what I mean? Oh, like to save space? Yeah. Some of their conversations. That's I mean, that's a yeah. far-fetched theory. Uh uh, yeah, I think you, you got to address it one way or the other, because I get it of if you say, like, I started seeing someone, I didn't know how to communicate that. 
might be a turnoff where they're like, yeah, you pick somebody over me. Cool. You pick somebody else. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it seems like they kissed in a pub. They never went on a date. Yeah, because I, I don't. I, so you're right, I don't. Like, was it really choosing is, one over the other? No, it. I don't think so. It's not. It to me, it sounds like we don't have that much information. But it sounds like she was like much further along. She became exclusive with somebody. Like obviously, that person they'd been seeing each other already when she made yeah. out with this guy. Shit. Well, maybe a good move is she makes a joke of like, "Hey, I'm going to insert pub name tonight. Any chance I'm going to see you there?" Oh, I love that joke. I love you know, that joke. Why not? Something That's like great. that. So, um, okay, yeah, so on out. that, I say reach out. At the, just, at the very least, just send the joke and see what happens. And then yeah, you can decide. See if you get an you can answer. Decide, yeah, see if you get an answer. Then you can decide how much information to give him, what to say, et cetera. On the yeah. same topic, though, is our next question. Okay, on the same note, we have another listener who was in a dating two people situation. Went slightly different, though. She says, last summer I was dating two guys and I ended up pursuing a more serious relationship with one over the other and ended things with the second, though I didn't tell him why exactly, which I feel bad about now. The one that I quote unquote chose ended up not being a great guy and we ended things a few months later. A few months after that, I tried reaching out to the other guy to apologize and see if he would be interested in meeting back up again. He didn't answer. Now I find myself still thinking about him and wishing I had, quote, chosen him or thinking about what could have been. I even catch myself wanting to send another message or follow up in some other way, but I haven't, taking his lack of response previously as a response. How do I stop regretting this and daydreaming about what ifs? Oh. I mean, this is the hardest thing to be like, how do I stop myself from thinking about this? It's like when you have a just a breakup and you're like, I know that wasn't the right person for me and all these reasons. And yet still you're like, I, I still keep thinking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she is correct to not reach out again, especially you reached out with an apology. You got no answer. That's your answer. And also yep. it's been such a long time since then that I'm like, I, I, I'm in the camp. You got to let that go. You got to let it go. So I, I respect her behavior so far. And I, under, and I understand the second question. I know. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I really have any solid advice for how do I stop thinking about this slash regretting this. Because when I've been in that situation, it, it, the only answer I have is it, it's just time. Yeah. Like I was in therapy being like, give me fucking something. Like I literally restarted therapy because of having those consistent thoughts where I was like, why the fuck am I not over this yet? Like, I just want to be over it and not. What was, what was the advice? Like what, what advice did your therapist give you at the time besides well, wait it out? Well, well, clearly, clearly nothing. Cause I have nothing. I have nothing, I have nothing to relay. <laughs> I have no secondhand therapy for this person. I also dumped that therapist. You know, there's just <laughs> lots going on. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the only thing in general with anything bothering you or on your mind is, is to keep busy. I guess that's the only thing I got in my pocket, to be honest, is like keeping myself busy. But sometimes I would be even more annoyed where I had the busy, busy day and I was not thinking about it at all. And then I come home and I'm alone by myself and I'm like, fuck that guy, that guy, he's popping in now, you know? Yeah, I I have also been there and something that has worked for me in the past is a diversion tactic of like, it's almost like 
have you ever have you ever seen that advice about keeping a rubber band on your wrist and like like a, it's like a habit forming thing of like snapping the rubber band? Oh, I didn't know that's what it is. But I've had laser hair removal before, and I didn't even notice I was hitting myself in another spot to distract my oh, mind from the pain on my bikini line. <laughs> that's really funny that you just did that naturally. Like I didn't realize I kept hitting my chest, like hitting like my shoulder yeah. or something with my hand. Yeah. And I was like, man, this isn't painful at all. And then all of a sudden the person was like, yeah, because you keep hitting yourself and distracting You're your hitting mind. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's okay. really interesting. That, maybe huh? I should maybe I should try that for my next bikini wax because as discussed in the Patreon, didn't go so well this last time. Yeah. Well. Um if that if you didn't want to sign up for the Patreon before, <laughs> now you know what you can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't sleep on bikini wax yeah. talk on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't. um but i but divergent tactics have worked for me before where when i find myself thinking about someone i do something else consistently so whether that's like text a certain friend or call a certain friend or like go for a walk or like do a thing that i'm like actively diverting my mind from yeah i did this when i first broke up with asv or when he first broke up with me, more accurately. Um, and I was wrecked. I was very blindsided. And I mm-hmm. didn't know how to stop thinking about it. And it, I I really resonate with this regret feeling because we had had a big fight a few days before the breakup. In hindsight, it is not the reason we broke up. Right. But it felt were, like it at the time. It felt like it mm-hmm. felt like the reason. And and it was the fight was fully my fault. That particular fight was fully my fault. And it felt at the time like if I just hadn't have started that fight, we would still be dating. And like that's not yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't stop myself from going back and being like, man, if I just hadn't if I hadn't gotten mad about that one thing, if I or it was actually sad and upset, but like it's if I had just let that one thing go, we would still be happy. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not true. But I started – my therapist at the time recommended that I start like diverting myself from that thought. So like when I'm having that thought, actively saying other things out loud helped me. Mm. You can't – it's extremely difficult. In fact, it might be impossible, but it's extremely difficult to say one thing out loud and think another thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so, only musicians that can like play an instrument and sing at the same time can pull that off. Because I don't know yeah, how the maybe. fuck they do that. Very hard. Um, but so it's it's really difficult. So I started reading out loud when I was. Oh, thinking you just about pick up it. a book. Pick up a book, start reading it out loud. Start reading it. Interesting. And it would. Huh. It seemed silly. Ideally, it's a book that you're interested in, <laughs> because yeah. then you'll get interested in the book. But it's also like when you're saying the words out loud. Your your mind literally cannot think of the other thing. Force yourself to continue to say those words out loud. I agree with you though. It is mostly time. And mm-hmm. I think it is just about getting through that amount of time where suddenly you realize, oh shit, I haven't thought about that person in a week, in a month, in yeah. three months. Yeah. I uh, I never heard that reading reading something out loud. You, you know what I like about that? I I have never been able to get on board with like positive affirmations, saying them yeah. out loud. Like I just it just makes me feel dumb to be honest. Yeah, I I feel that that, that I'm like that that's just not my vibe. Some people love that shit. They do that stuff every morning. If that works for you, great. It is not for me. 
that I would probably do the method that you said, like reading something out loud or even just reading something in my head to just get your mind focused on something. But I like the out loud part. I do. The you out loud really. Loud, so that's easy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried just reading because my, my therapist had said out loud, and I mm. was like, "That sounds dumb." And so I, so I just tried to read, and reading didn't work. My mind was wandering. The, mm, it was the out okay. loud part was actually the most important part. The other thing that I really liked about that advice of hers, I am somebody who tries to think their way out of feelings all the yeah. time. It's like the main thing I work through in therapy is that I try to think my way out of feeling stuff. Mm-hmm. This played into that because she was able to talk to me about the science of why your brain can't think about something. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, okay. This yeah. makes logical sense. I could do that. And that mm-hmm. would work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so you know, I actually, th- this is, I think this is a little bit of a hot take. Okay. Okay. I know I said, I do not think you should reach out to this man. However, yeah, I did just remember there have been times I've been in the situation of, you know, making a move, and it wasn't received of just mm-hmm. a DM, whatever. And sitting there saying to myself, they, they do not want to go out with you, Erica, or they are not interested. But some yeah. part of me was like, I just need to get rejected twice to learn the lesson. And mm. it almost was like, I need to embarrass myself more or to a level that I go, <laughs> yep, okay, okay, we got the signal now. Now We're done. we have the signal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like where you're just like, yep, okay. So like, you know, <laughs> then that made my brain be like, no, that was pretty embarrassing last time. You, you, you're not even going to think about doing it a third time. You're like, well, learned that lesson. Learned it pretty hard. Fool me twice. But, Shame on right? me. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is scam. like. <laughs> this is a scam. Tell yourself it's a scam. <laughs> Maybe that'll work here. I don't know. Repeat that mantra every morning. That, that, that man was a scam. That man was. That has a nice ring to it. That man was a scam. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, like, in general, with these things that are not long relationships right yeah it's not like you had a very long relationship left it and you're like crap maybe that was like a really great guy it actually is often harder with these things that are not that long because you're in full kind of honeymoon phase and it doesn't get that deep and you don't actually really know this person that well so there's still this like kind of more perfect person in your mind as opposed to the relationships that you actually date them for a while and you actually learn more of their flaws and more of their just like annoyances and more of the real compatibility things. And I had that with, I think it was relationship guy. My one friend said to me that she was like, no, there's a lot of qualities about him that you already had like complained about a little that she said, I think we're just going to show more through. And I think you were actually going to get tired of a lot of that relationship, but you just were still in this happy couple month honeymoon having fun phase that it's like yeah it's because it didn't get deep it was more like you were craving the lightness and the funness and also the excitement in the dating because the thing she didn't mention right is like i don't i don't know how dating has been going for her of like if you broke up with that guy what basically at the end of last summer so it's been about a year it's like yeah you might have had a year where you're like damn i just haven't been having as much fun or as excited or really had people I was so interested in the way I was interested in two guys at one time. And that's also probably making you go back a little bit in the Rolodex that you're like, ah, maybe I should try again with that guy because it feels easier than finding a new person, which we've all had. I thought thought. that, absolutely. I thought that when when I ended things or when he goes to me, whatever we want to call it, when things ended with the disco ball, 
no part of me wanted actually to reach back out to the journalist, the guy that I had ended it with at the Mm -hmm. time. I knew that we weren't a match, but I did have moments in the ensuing months where I was like, man, there was a time when I was interested in three people because I also had the comeback kid at the time. Mm -hmm. Like there was a time when I was genuinely interested in three people that I thought were all really great. And didn't that feel so great to have this like abundance mindset? And it was really difficult to be like, man, and now there's no one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be tough. That's that's something I get frustrated with. It's just like not having somebody pop up, whether it's an online date or an in-person that I just genuinely have an interest in. Yeah. You know, 100%. like... <laughs> Like, we always say, like, fuck the spark, right? And I still do believe that. But I did have a little bit of a toxic thought after my date this past weekend where I walked away and I was like, fuck it. I want a spark. I want a damn spark. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, just give me a toxic spark for just a second. Just to feel it. You know what I mean? Like, just I just want to feel it, you know? And, And I still stick by, I think the spark is not a good thing. But it's more, I'm like, it's something in the middle, right? It's like, you don't want to feel nothing. You don't want to feel this extreme sparky thing. It's like you just want a little excitement. You just want to feel excited to go on another date with that person. You know? But I was just like, absolutely. I was just like, give me a fuck, give me a fucking firework over here. Give me something. (laughs) All right. This one, a little shorter. Okay. Any tips for managing emotions when you see that a guy you have been dating updated their dating app profile? Obviously, I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because I am clearly still on the app, but it doesn't feel good having it in my face. Didn't you have this happen to you? I did, yeah. Mm. So it's happened a couple times. And my my first – this is a very difficult thing to execute. But my first suggestion is to stop looking at their profile. Yeah. Don't do that. You are never going to feel good. You are only going to feel bad. Like, because if you look at their profile and nothing's changed, that's not even a good feeling. That's just neutral, Mm. right? Like, you don't – that doesn't mean anything. Not that this means something. But, like, that's just neutral. However, if they've changed something, yeah, that sucks. Even if you've Mm -hmm. also changed yours. Even if you don't yet want to be exclusive with this person. It sucks to think about the person that you like dating other people, even if you're not ready to only date them. Like that just is a shitty feeling to have in your face if you are monogamous. And so there's no good that can come out of looking at this. So just fucking stop. And I mean, the only only good thing about it, I think, is it's a little bit of a sign. I, I, I would take this as a sign that they're still dating other people or at least you're not exclusive. Oh, well, yeah, but but I think I, – I wouldn't use – like, yes, you're right. It means that you're not exclusive. But I think like if you want to be exclusive with the person, have that conversation. Like don't use the, the app changing as the proxy for that. But if you're in a no, place – No, 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 Yeah, don't. If you're in a place where you also don't want to date other people – or sorry, you also don't want to be exclusive. Like I have been in situations where I was early dating someone, early, mm-hmm. second date third date, do not want to be exclusive with this person, like them a lot, not there yet, and still Mm -hmm. seeing that sucks. Oh, yeah. I have actually been upfront about somebody, to somebody, 
about unmatching them for that reason. To be like, hey, like, just so you know, like, I'm, I'm still like really enjoying like hanging out or whatever. I, I did this in person. I did that. I've done this once and it worked well for me. It's like, just so you know, like, I'm still really enjoying hanging out. Like, I, I think I'm going to like unmatch you on the app because like, I'm just would rather focus on our in-person connection and like, not kind of have that there. And he appreciated that. Well, I'm a little con- confused of how did he appreciate it? Because you he didn't say, I-, I noticed you were changing stuff. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't because he had changed something. I did okay. this the next time I dated somebody because I had seen it happen before and it bothered me. And I was like, I'm going to preempt this and I'm just going to test out unmatching somebody. But I don't want him to take that as a sign that I'm not interested. Because I, we've gotten that question before too of like, hey, this guy, mm. I've been seeing this guy. We've been going on great dates, but he unmatched me. Is that a bad sign? Yeah, that's a different thing. But but it's interesting because I feel like you saying that is is also saying, hey, I'm still actively on this app. Yeah. Like I'm on it enough that seeing your profile there is not – you didn't say it's bothering you, but it's like you're seeing it enough that you did something about it. Yeah. And I've, I've, I guess I was just upfront about that. Yeah. So because I because I agree um, with this I agree with this listener that like it sucks and also you feel like a hypocrite because you're like here I am and I've also been in a situation where I'm like I I updated mine. I have new pictures yeah. on my profile. Who am I to be upset that mm-hmm. so does he? Right. And also she said dating I I wish we knew like how many dates or how long they've been dating for. Cuz Look, I'm in the camp like you're dating this person two months and then they change their profile. I don't think you have to tell them you saw the profile change, but I personally would take that as a like, oh, he does not see me as a, as his girlfriend or even a potential girlfriend. Like, I well, feel I like if at you this want, point, if you want someone to see off. you that way, have that conversation. Like, don't. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, that's what I, that's what I'm getting at is I'm like, oh. yeah. Like, you know, that might depend on the person. I don't know how much fun she's having, like, dating other people or being on the app. But for me, I'm like, if I see that and it really bothers me on a level where it's, like, not we've been on two dates. Or or, to be fully honest, if we have slept together and I see that shit, that would bother me, personally. Or I'd be like, okay, clearly he's, like, still interested in other people. Yeah, I understand Uh, that. And it's like, would I, yeah, would I have a conversation of exclusivity? That I think depends on the situation, how long we've been dating, how sure I am even. But um, I, I think I think giving yourself a little bit of grace that I know she feels like a hypocrite. I have also felt like a hypocrite in the scenario where I also don't – I don't want to have the exclusivity conversation. So it's both. Yeah. Like I don't want to have that conversation. I'm not ready for that. And feel shitty to like know for sure you're seeing other people. Like both of those things can be true, I think. So that's where I've done. Mm-hmm. If I can't stop myself from looking, if I'm doing it and I can't stop myself, that's when I go for the unmatch. Interesting, because some of them you can just hide the message. Yeah, it depends on how much self-control you have, because you can still go into that hidden folder. Yeah, true. True. You can. It's so, it is better not uh, to see it though. Cause the thing that the thing that um that flagged that this happened for me with the rower. This happened with the rower that he had changed his profile. This wasn't the one that mm-hmm. prompted me to have that conversation with the next person, but he's his profile picture changed 
And he was still visible in my like inbox of conversations in Bumble. Yeah. And I was just used to seeing it there. So I knew what his profile picture was. And then it was different. Mm. That's when I was like, let me click on that. And it all all spiraled. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I actually had a friend, a guy changed one of his pictures to the picture that he sent her of himself on Mm -hmm. vacation. Mm-hmm. And she that was like, with "Are the you disco ball. fucking kidding me?" Yeah, it's it's more in the uh, I don't want to say red flag sign because it doesn't mean like the person's a bad person, but it, I, I I think it is more in the camp of like this might not be going the direction that you want it to go in. I mean, candidly, I uploaded a lot of grease photos to my dating app profiles, including Tinder, while I was still talking to the publicist, and like some mm-hmm. of them were photos that I had sent him. And I don't know if he was looking, but like that, that wasn't going in a direction. Like I was already feeling like it wasn't going in a direction that was going to lead to something. And, you know, I was kind of refreshing the apps and using those pictures and whatever. But yeah, I, I feel this is a shitty feeling. Yeah, it's shitty, but unfortunately I I feel like it's something that kind of comes with the territory. Yes. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Okay. We have one more. She matched with a guy on Bumble. They talked over the app for four days. Good convo, both light and a little deep for app talk, like sharing what red flags about us to others, like funny stuff, etc. He's divorced. She said, I prefer to get off Bumble and move to text when the convo is going well. But before I mentioned that, he told me that he likes to stay in the app. Okay, fine. He finally asks me on a date. I say yes. It was late, so we agreed to talk the next day to make plans. Again, fine. He never messaged me the next day. Then this is interesting to our previous conversation. She says, not to be anti-feminist, but I expect to be asked out. He needs to lead that. The following morning, day after the day we were supposed to talk, she, so then apparently when they were originally talking, I wish we had the screenshot because I think it would be easier, but apparently when they were originally talking, he had said, let's nail down a date. So she thinks she's going to be cute. She sends two hammer emojis a couple days later. Like in response to the let's nail down a date. She sends two hammer emojis. He unmatched me. So her first question, her first thing that she says is like, first, if if you would rather unmatch than initiate, that's not my guy. Big picture, no loss. But to be honest, it stung a little bit in the moment, especially because it was such a 180 from the week leading up to it. And it's not like he was going to be rejected. I said I wanted to make plans. My question is, is this normal? Is this happening to other people? What would everybody else have done? It was getting late into the next day, the day we were supposed to make a plan without hearing for him from him. Would you wait for him or message first? So basically she's asking like, this is kind of like dragged on. She ended up doing like a yoo-hoo, hello kind of text. And he mm-hmm. unmatched her, which like, obviously, you know, okay, not my guy, right? Like, clearly. But going forward, how would you handle this situation? Can, can I make a comment, though, about her situation that she gave us? Of course. I, 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 hope, I hope you don't take offense to this, but I, I do think you're overreacting a little bit because he did actually ask you out on a date. We were like, ask me yeah. out, bro. I'm like, he did. He asked you out. He was like, let's nail down a plan the next day. And then you essentially never heard from him again. Shitty nonetheless. Okay. He did He did ask her out. Uh, Very true. 
he, he did ask you out. And also his behavior, honestly, when men are like, let's stay in the app, big cheating vibes to me. And I know that's not necessarily didn't, true, but but there was a lot of recently, sketchiness. Didn't you recently tell someone that you wanted to stay in the app? Yeah, I said when men do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when men do okay. it, I get a cheating vibe. When women do it, it's usually you about can do safety. It? Yeah, I, can I do mean, it. I agree. I agree with you about that. I agree. I agree with you about no, the safety thing. I, no man but, has ever hit me with. I really prefer to stay in the app. I've I've never heard that you know either, I mean? but I don't know that I get a cheating vibe from it. Yeah, I might. Anyway, there's there's according to her recap, I was like, there's a few sketchy things in general that truly I don't think you missed out on anything with this man, and you absolutely should not take it personally because the truth is, people, people, most people cannot handle confrontation whatsoever. Literally, Very even true. in an app, even in a virtual little app that they haven't even met you yet, and you're just following up because. Whether, whether it's a cheater or not a cheater, like I just threw that theory out there. At the end of the day, it's like, well, it sounds like he didn't want to go on the date. He unmatched you instead. Yeah. Right? If he wanted not, to go on the date, he guy. would have just said, oh, my bad, and made the plan. Yeah, not your guy. Uh, yeah, the people unmatching, I've had this happen here and there. And that's kind of why I don't, tr- I try to not pay super attention to the app. However, mm. obviously, it's very, it's easier to do that when you're like, naturally, maybe there's someone you're more attracted to. Or the conversation was better and better yeah. banter. So you're already sitting there like, oh, but we were hitting it off kind of vibe, right? So they're more memorable in your brain as opposed to, yeah. you know, I, I've come back to the app and been like, I know I definitely had like five or six combos and, you know, one of them's gone or whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, which one was that again? You're like, oh, I guess it wasn't that important. Yeah. I, I think, I oddly do think this is normal, both men and women. I've heard friends be like... Uh, yeah, I said yes to a date and then I didn't know how to respond. So I just unmatched them just to be like, well, that's done. I've done that in the past. Not proud of it. I would prefer to have said something, but yeah, it does happen. Right. So anybody, if anybody unmatches you on an app, I say, don't take it personal because, because we're never going to know what the exact reason was truly because they could also just have, you know, been done with the app where they're like, fuck this. I'm, I'm over this. And everybody got deleted, you know? And everybody, everybody got deleted. Yeah, I... Mean, I it might be true. Or, I mean, or a hard truth we don't like to think about, but it can also be true, is they're on, they're going on dates. They could have hit it off with somebody else. Also very They were true. just like, I would rather just unmatch this person than say, I met someone else that I'm into more than you. Yeah, or they deleted their app because they're now with somebody else, and so they're not even unmatching you specifically, like you said. Like, yeah. everyone got deleted. Yeah, so I don't uh, as, I don't know if this is helpful advice, but I'm very like this definitely happens. I think it's one of those things you have to not take personally because I yeah. would prefer this than someone that is being vague and gray with me and kind of dicking me around. I'm like, just unmatch me, ghost me, unmatch me. <laughs> I'll get the yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that you never like. I think part of this, and she knows this isn't her guy, but part of it is like, well, I'm glad I didn't end up going out with this person who probably was going to eventually do something like this or end things or whatever. Yeah. I probably, because you're right. He did ask her on a date. And then she said, like, we agreed to to talk the next day to make plans. This might be semantics. She doesn't actually say it. It doesn't say he said he'd follow up. So, like, I, I'm in the camp of, like, 
I think this was on both of you to then reconvene after he fully asked you out, reconvene to decide on what time you're going out. But she kind of handled it like it had been fully on him. Yeah, and I don't not think she's only like wrong just to, to ask him out. Yeah, she's not wrong to do that. I mean, plenty of people have that uh, in the app. Totally. You know who I saw who actually does? What was her name? Lauren Zoller. Okay, yeah, so I didn't know because we interviewed her about the work that she does. So we didn't yeah. really ask her like specific dating advice questions like this. Uh, she's actually somebody that she doesn't. She won't even bring up. Let's go on the date. She's yeah. actually very all about like the feminine energy and I want this, this, and this. And my theory on all that stuff is if that's the standard you want to have, keep that standard. And it sounds yeah, like that's totally the standard this woman want wants that. to have. Right. And you and and she might be feeling it extra, like we said early in the episode. Bumble, you're initiating the conversations. So you're sitting there being like, hey, yeah. I am doing legwork. So that's my version of match me. Come match me where I'm at. Cause it because it yeah. also doesn't sound like she sits there saying, I don't want to talk for like two days. Let's move it along. And is also no. mad that they're not asking. And is also out. mad. No, I don't right. Like either. I'm like, if you want to play the feminine energy game, to me, the feminine energy is being lazy. And when I <laughs> don't, don't, don't want to do any work, honestly. Like, and and I'm not saying that's a bad thing because I've been in those phrases, uh, phases. And I guess you could even say I'm a little bit in one with my second date kind of thing that I do. But I'm like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, fucking do it. You know, hold that standard. But then when you get complainy about your own standard, I kind of don't want to hear it. Yeah, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I think if I if that's how she feels, I probably wouldn't have sent those hammer emojis. Like if you exactly. want if you want somebody who's going to fully pursue, fully ask yeah. you out, nail down the date, you know, do all of that legwork to get both of you on the date, you don't you're not you don't want to send that yoohoo text. And I'm not against no. the Yuhu text because I I'm not somebody who needs someone or wants someone to fully do ever all of the hundred percent of the legwork. But if you are, then that mm -hmm. text is not going to serve your purpose. That text is not that hammer emoji text is not going to lead where you want because that's not the dynamic you're, it's not. you're looking for. I I honestly would even tell this girl don't even be on Bumble if that's the energy you want and you want someone yeah, fully pursuing you, go on a different app then where you don't have to be the one to message first. Because yeah. I get it. I've had, I've had plenty of scenarios where I was I was annoyed with one part of the process and feeling the exact same fucking way. Um, yeah. I know we we veered from the matching thing, but but I'm like, you, you make your own standards for yourself. So don't go. <laughs> I'm kind of like, just don't complain about the standard you set because you could change your standards whenever you want. And I'm all for if you yeah, want to have true. that standard, you know, like no hate. Yeah. But yeah, the unmatching I think is pretty normal. Unfortunately, I wish that 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 didn't happen, but it does. Yeah, it's you can't you can't take it personally. I mean, yeah. even the changing the pictures, I'd be like, it, it's it's hard to not take all this all this shit personally, right? Yeah, Obviously, what was it? Two I, weeks ago, I was talking about I'm barely I'm not getting as many matches as in New York, and I was taking that shit personally. All right, yeah, of it's course, hard not to. it's hard right? not to. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we're all Michael Jordan. And I took that personally, <laughs> but, but uh, similar to Michael Jordan, Jordan, from an outside view, you're all like, damn, Jesus, you don't have to take it that personal, you're, you know? And you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing great. Uh, you're trying. All right. You're out there. Well, those are our hot topics for today. As always, if you want to submit a question for our next hot topics episode, we have a submission form at findingmrhyde.com slash podcast. 
And if you like these kind of episodes, we do these all the time on the Patreon. Patrons have a dedicated form where they can submit questions for just the patrons. We answer them on our Ask Us Anything episodes of the Patreon. Then check us out there. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And talk to you next week. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 